With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, and this is Nicole Ackman's interview with the costume designer for Sylvie's Love, Phoenix Mella. Tell me about this new boy at the store. Hey, what's your favorite song in this? You don't know what love is. I am not answering that. <laughs> is he cute? I didn't really notice that much. My band's playing a night at nine if you want to come. I've never met a girl who knows as much about music as you do. In television. Don't get me started. Who's seen every episode of everything? How was it? He's extraordinary. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Can I walk you? Life's too short to waste time on things you don't absolutely love. But how do you know if you love something absolutely? I guess when it's the only thing that matters. The van got offered a gig in Paris. Come with us on tour. I'm afraid I can't. But I think you very well could be the next John Coltrane. What are you going to be? If this is love. WNAT Television. I'm calling about the assistant producer position. Are you married? Yes. Hey. Producer's assistant's not the best job for a housewife. Why should I hire you? Because I didn't know that a Negro woman television producer even existed. And all my life, that is all I've ever wanted to be. It's been a long time since I felt the way that I do. Robert. Sylvie? Recording an album. So good to see you. You too. You're working? You're not being a very good hostess. And what will people say? I can't be the woman of your dreams while also trying to be the woman of my own. I guess I just wanted you to be happy. Even if I couldn't be a part of your life. Pleasant experiences ahead. Don't pass it by. Welcome, everyone, to the Next Best Picture podcast. Today, I'm talking to Phoenix Miller, the costume designer for Sylvie's Love. So, hi, Phoenix. Thank you so much for chatting with me. How are you doing? How are you um, hanging in there with 2020? <laughs> um, it's been a crazy year. Um, all my productions have been shutting down because of the COVID, but um luckily you know the good news is Sylvie's Love's coming out <laughs> so you know, <laughs> positives and negatives <laughs> exactly well I did want to tell you Sylvie's Love is honestly one of my favorite movies of the year and these costumes are just absolutely gorgeous <laughs> and I was wondering if you could talk a bit you know about what your inspirations were for these costumes uh yeah so I mean Overall, I, Eugene and I had a very clear vision together that we wanted to feel right out of just uh, one of our films from, like, our favorite films from those eras, you know. And we were inspired by films like Paris Blues um, and Majoring Morningstar, uh, Pal Joey, 
Carmen Jones, just a lot of those looks, you know, were based off of um, films of that era. You know, I wanted it to feel like it should have been made then. Um, and then also a lot of the characters were based off of, you know, um, from Eugene's own mother and family photos. You know, we were inspired by some of that for her 50s looks. And um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, in the 50s, I mean, so we have uh, Sylvie and for her looks, um Mainly, it was like Audrey Hepburn and Natalie Wood um, for her like 50s sort of inspiration and Diane Carroll, of course. Um, And that like 50s look for her is just, yeah, it was like it's more like teenage culture in the 50s. You know, I sort of made her still young and youthful and I gave her you know the rock and roll denim pieces and um just like there's a youth and innocence I think to her look there in the 50s and sort of to everyone I think um in the 50s and then in the 60s for her um uh, she you know she's now a mother. She's a career. She's trying to be a career woman. Um, she's running a house. She's everything and in between. And she's also um, just like she knows herself now. And she's a woman. And she's always sort of been hard headed. But you know, in the '60s, her looks are um, probably more like yeah, Diane Carroll there and. Uh, Lady Bird Cleveland and her daughter. There's this picture um, on the Sylvie's Love Instagram that's just like the perfect remin- like image of her and her daughter. Um, and then I was really inspir- uh, inspired by, you know, like Grace Kelly and um, uh, the actress Ruby Dee. And of course, oh my gosh, Mar- uh, Mary Tyler Moore. Definitely. That was like Eugene always mentioned Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> pants when she's vacuum cleaning um her little pedal pushers uh so yeah there was a lot of inspiration that we sort of pieced together to make this film um and that's sort of specifically for Tessa too and like I said Audrey Hepburn was a huge inspiration for me for her looks I think um and developing her character from from the 50s and then more of like a mature adult in the 60s and that's when I introduced like Chanel into her wardrobe and I worked with them on the gowns there um so yeah that was sort of the inspiration for her with Lucky Land Slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you know that you're a grown-up? 
I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. Alright, you think that was good enough? I I hope so, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? I've never done it. Um, And uh, yeah, I mean, I can talk about other uh, cast members, yeah. too. One of the things that I really love about the film is that each character really seems to have their own individual style, like yeah. whether that's Sylvie or her cousin Mona. Um, yeah. I'd love to hear you talk about kind of how you developed that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Robert was definitely like John Coltrane for his younger 50s look. It's just like he wants to be John Coltrane. He wants to be Sonny Rollins and he, you know, Miles Davis, but maybe not as like super fashionable as Miles Davis. I mean, I don't know. All these guys, like they have this very classic, almost Brooks Brothers style about them. Um, It's almost very preppy, I think. And then also like for him in the he I really had like Sidney Poitier um for that look there and very you know she like he has these dark suits and he has a fitted silhouette he doesn't really wear a hat um probably because his hair is perfect (laughs) Um, but yeah that was sort of like Robert's looks you know he went from like the shifting times and his costumes you know he's like a underdog musician and then he sort of has a successful career but still is iffy on the money and then we see him in Detroit you know and that's like his rock bottom and or quote unquote, you know his rock bottom quote unquote and um he you know leaves the woman he loves you know to because he's ashamed I guess that he couldn't be a musician for money or you know whatever his um reasoning was there but yeah I wanted to show that like that whole um that story with him and his clothes uh and yeah so and then who are the other people we have uh Asia um Asia Naomi King who plays Mona and for her I mean I don't know Eartha Kitt was kind of, she's a fashion icon, but she, she has that sort of sassiness that Eartha Kitt does. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So I kind of have, you know, some looks for her um, that are very loud and sassy. And when her and Sylvie show up to the blue Morocco, she's in this bright pink. She wants to be seen. Mona, Mona Lisa, you know, she is there to meet a man. (laughs) Um, So compared to Sylvie, who's in a black, you know, black, very simple dress, elegant, um, doesn't want to stand out, doesn't want to show off for Robert at all. You know, she wants to blend in almost or just be serious. She's a serious woman. So, yeah, I have that sort of difference there for them. But also, you know, 
Yeah, Asia also has a, an amazing body to dress too. So I kept like silhouettes that, um, uh, you know, give her this amazing little tiny waist. <laughs> um, also, <laughs> yeah, for her, this model, um, Joyce Bryant, too, she's like fabulous. So some of her looks too were reminiscent of that sort of when we've gotten to the 60s. Um, and then, uh, Carmen, Ava Longoria, uh, definitely Dorothy Dandridge for her and Carmen mm-hmm. Jones. That was like Carmen Jones for sure. Uh, and I mean, other actresses that I looked up to for her were like Maria Felix and um, Sarah Montiel. Um, uh, yeah, just, I mean, she just sort of has that sassier style too. And the off the shoulder uh, silhouettes and she's a singer, a dancer, you know, so she really embodied that, you know, and we got to make that uh, her performance dress um, that she performs for New Year's Eve. uh, And that has lots of surprises with like the skirt flying off and (laughs) her sidekick dancers. Uh, that we kind of went with a bull, I don't know, a bullfight sort of look. Because uh, she's just, <laughs> I would say that she's headstrong too, a headstrong woman. And then we, I have uh, a Lucy Walper. Um, and that was basically like an elevated Julia Child, like a commercialized <laughs> Julia Child. So there was like the housewife inspiration um, from like, you know, the, all the old 50s, 60s ads. Mm. Um, yeah, Lucille Ball, I Love Lucy. And then we have, oh, the Countess, Jemima Kirk. Um, and I, I mean, one of my favorite films is Sunset Boulevard and Gloria Swanson in that film is just, I want to be her, even though she's a crazy <laughs> woman, but just like that was totally the inspiration for the Countess, just this woman who has too much money, doesn't know what to do with herself, is sexy, like a Sophia Loren, uh, like Jane Russell, you know, Marilyn Monroe, just very va-va-boom and just gets away with everything by slipping somebody a dollar, I don't know, but just like silhouette-wise, like very sexy uh, Jane Russell, you know, and yeah, yeah. I mean, her looks too, I just, you know, I wanted it to feel, feel very Dior and uh, just like high-end brands, you know, that she would have and yeah, like the, the, the fashion brands of the time. So yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. And you mentioned with Eva Longoria's mm-hmm. costumes, um, obviously you were designing for her to be dancing in them and there's quite a bit of moving around that goes on from the dancing to the playing instruments in those suits and stuff. Was that something that you were trying to kind of take into account while making these costumes? Uh, yes, definitely. Um, she had, you know, I think she had just given birth not too long ago and I was like, girl, your body is amazing. (laughs) And it's just like, she, and she also knows how like custom make she, her family, um, comes like, I think one of her family members is a seamstress. So she really knows about made to order Mm. and was very comfortable in that process. So yeah, we were thinking about the moves and, 
how we can play with the skirt and um yeah and also we had an amazing choreographer too um Nina Nina Ash and she uh, like was very involved as well and so uh, like we were in contact about what was going to happen and uh yeah it it just I think everybody was really excited about how it turned out but yeah the the outfit itself um was like a fabric found fabric and then we cut it up and like pieced it together to be a top and a skirt and then you know um then I have these Gaspar gloves that are you know, like the, this red polka dot um, opera length glove and she has these chandelier earrings and uh, yeah, I think we just had a lot of fun with it. <laughs> uh, and I think she did too. <laughs> Ava had fun with it too. So <laughs> That's awesome. Um, obviously you did a lot of research on the time period and it sounds like watched a lot of films, looked at a lot of actresses. Was there anything else that you did to sort of research, I guess, really these two different time periods that you were costuming for? Um, well, I would say that different than other projects that I've worked on specifically, I was really looking for black families and black society, black culture and, that goes to the fashion references and research that I was looking at. You know, you look at these catalogs and it's mostly white women as models, you know, and it's not that everybody wasn't wearing these clothes, but I just wanted to, to also have like as much research as I could find, you know, with that specifically fifties and sixties. So you know, I bought old Ebony magazines and Jet magazines, and I mean, we watched a million movies and, like, looked at a million family photos, and yeah, I think just collecting all this amazing inspiration and then just being on the same page with Eugene and making sure that it's his and the actors, you know, getting into these roles, you know, I was very involved with how, you know, with them as well and how they were, you know, also feeling like these characters were evolving and how they look too. And I think everybody felt right. You know, everybody felt their character, you know, once, once I got through with them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's amazing. Thank you so much for chatting with me. I'm so excited for everyone else to get Mm -hmm. to see Sylvie's Love. Yes, of course. No problem. Um, I'm excited for everyone to see as well. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much and have a great rest of your day. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Nicole Ackman's interview with the costume designer for Sylvie's Love, Phoenix Mello, here on the Next Best Picture podcast. You can subscribe to us anywhere where you listen to podcasts. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. If you want to support us, head on over to Apple Podcasts, rate us five stars, leave us a comment, let us know what you think of the show. And if you want to take that a step further, head on over to Patreon where for $1 minimum a month, you will get exclusive podcast content from us. Selby's Love is currently playing on Prime Video. Thank you all so much for listening as always, and we shall see you all next time.
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.